thanks everybody for joining again on another outstanding edition of our podcast, Inside Scoop. And today's Inside Scoop is with Flock Safety. And I'm so interested in this company and what you guys do because it's, you know, ORC investigations, as you both know, are like a puzzle. So we're going to talk about how to put this puzzle together today a little bit. But first, before we drive, drive into that and dive into that, um, I'm going to talk with Rich McElwain and Mike Combs, and I want them to introduce themselves and talk to us a little bit about what you all do. Um, Rich, do you want to kick it off? Yeah, for sure. Uh, thanks for having us. And uh, so kind of my piece of the puzzle here is uh, I, I work for Flock. I've been here uh, a little over three years. Uh, prior to you know, working for Flock, I, I worked for a, a, a county police department right outside the metro Atlanta area. Uh, and I was an early user of Flock, so um, former user, former customer, now uh, current current employee. And uh, kind of my piece of the conversation is trying to understand what some of the problems are uh, with some of our customers and then building a strategy and, and putting cameras in a place that's going to help solve that. Awesome. Thanks, Reg. And Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, thanks for having me, Stephanie. Uh, Mike Combs. Um, I've had a 30-year career in uh, in retail AP, and I retired last summer after 16 years at Home Depot leading the organized retail crime team. Um, and I'm now in the retail crime consulting space, helping technologies like Flock Safety um, really uh, get a robust footprint and into the retail space. Awesome. So, you know, we all sat together on a webinar a little bit earlier. It was last year, actually, before the, the new year. And so we heard a little bit about Flock Safety, but I kind of I want to get you guys together and just have a, a little bit more of a, a conversation about what Flock Safety does. So pretend I'm a, a newbie LP person who has no clue about Flock Safety and just give me the, the 30 second pitch on and what Flock Safety does. If anybody wants to take yes. that. Yeah. So at, at a real high level uh, for our, our typical just retailer out of the box, uh, our cameras go at the entry point to the parking lot. Uh, we put them on our, our own pole. We can also put them on a, on a light pole or uh, any kind of pre-existing pole in the parking lot. But uh, the goal is to capture traffic coming inbound most often. And uh, the camera is it's motion activated camera. So uh, the benefit to that is it's, it, it doesn't require a, a live power uh, access point all the time. We can run on solar and uh, it uploads everything to the cloud through cellular. And so uh, we're not, you know, trenching power or trenching data, data lines. Uh, it's all kind of a, a self-sufficient device, uh, you know, plus the solar panel, of course. Uh, but it's on a single pole. And uh, we, we put, depending on uh, how the parking lot is set up and, and what the uh, the budget is, we put, you know, a couple to maybe three or four cameras around the, the, the retailer. And then with the inbound traffic, uh, you can get a, a number of different alerts. So if you have that, that former, uh, former terminated employee who made some threats to come back and commit violence, uh, you can put their vehicle onto a custom uh, custom hot list and be alerted when they come back. Uh, outside of that, if you, you've got these uh, these rings that are running around committing all kinds of crime, um, you know you, you you can clearly identify one of their vehicles uh, either through you know a witness or your your uh, your live video on the on the outside of the building. Uh, you you pick out what vehicle they're in and then go back to our nearest camera and you pick up the license plate. And again, you put that onto a custom hot list. Uh, we, we like to target um, a whole uh, uh, a series of, of stores together, uh, a series of retailers and kind of a corridor. Um, that way, if you get hit at store one and your suspects are moving to store two, you've now used the evidence from store one to notify store two they're coming. And you can be more proactive on the front end uh, when they arrive 
and you know, based on your policy or, or what it is, maybe the manager meets them at the door and says, Hey, can I help you? Uh, maybe they just turn them away. Uh, so mm-hmm. a lot of different options depending on uh, what the, the store's policy is. Awesome. Mike, anything that. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things I'm really excited, there's a lot of exciting things about flock safety and license plate reader technology and integrating that into your day-to-day life in retail. But I'm really excited because for my 30 years, um, we had a lot of metrics that we measured, you know, apprehensions, uh, dollars, investigations, closed, all these things. And we just kind of went after everything, everything we could get our hands on. Mm-hmm. We tried to investigate and apprehend this tool will not only allows you to be more efficient and more productive because, you know, you've got this data that you can use um, on real life um, car descriptions and vehicles. But also I can now identify, you know, repeat offenders or habitual uh, criminals and go after them as my top priority. And if you think about that with, you know, increase in shrink, increase in crime, we're not all getting more resources to fight that battle. Tools like this allow us to go after the worst of the worst offenders, which is good for the police. It's good for my return on investment. It's good for my shareholder. Um, And at the end of the day, I think we're finding out that some of the world-class retailers are finding out that the criminals that cause the most amount of damage to them is a small number of criminals. And the old school of LP, we would just kind of catch as many people as we can. And I think we've got to rethink that strategy. Yeah, it's the old 80-20 rule, right? I think it's, it's still very much in effect, maybe even uh, a little bit more skewed on that percentages, but I agree with you. So, you know, I go to a lot of meetings and we talk about ORC and there's I, I'm at meetings with law enforcement and so forth. And I continue to hear from them, retailers got to get us better video, right? Retailers don't have enough cameras. They don't, there's not enough information. So I think that's that's part of our ORC puzzle, right? What are you hearing from law enforcement as far as working together with Fox safety? It's definitely one of the one of the uh, side benefits of, of working and installing this technology from a retailer perspective mm-hmm. is I now have that, that data point and that physical evidence. And you won't get that question from the police department again. It might be a different police department that questions of that until they, they realize what technology you have. But it is so integrated. Flock is so integrated into the law enforcement community when they find out that you can piece together this type of data along with your own camera systems um, that that goes away and the other side benefit is this new collaboration starts so when you call them on a fraud case or a safety incident um, you've got all this new collaboration that you built because they know you're serious about fighting crime so do you guys have an outreach team that, that works with law enforcement um, you know sort of helps develop those relationships on that side so, yeah, so, so I mean, from, from a flock standpoint, we have a, a few different uh, verticals. And so we've, we've got a, a team that focuses just on law enforcement, uh, a team that focuses on your, your HOAs, um, apartment complexes, things of that nature. Um, and then we have the, the commercial and uh, schools. And so, you know, kind of the idea is uh, everybody has to have, uh, kind of chip in on, on making the entire community uh, safe, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's the opportunity to share those cameras. <clears throat> And this is a common conversation uh, with with every customer, but there's a a, a point where we're, you can share the, the cameras and the data you're receiving with local law enforcement. And so, if you were to have a, a stolen vehicle or um, uh, a, a missing person, uh, Amber Alert, things, things of that nature, hold on to your property. The the local police department can get that alert in real time, and you can actually again you know, on the, the the sharing information side. Uh, you know, that creates a better relationship with your local police department. They know the technology. They're familiar with it. 
Um, we are the, the largest vendor in the, in the country at this point, uh, collecting over 2 billion images per week um, uh, nationwide. And so we wow. have so many agencies that are using our cameras that when you call and say, hey, we have a, a flock kit, uh, they just naturally know what that means. It's a, it's a, a common term, you know. Um, and of course, when, when that goes to, to uh, the court system, they're familiar with it. They've seen our images. They know how it works. Uh, and I think to, to, to Mike's point earlier, uh, when you, you know, a, a lot of the way that the cases used to be built was here was you know, one suspect at one store committing this one offense. And then it went to court. And of course, the court system is overwhelmed and the person gets probation and they come out and they do it again. And with the network of cameras that are that are set up uh, today, it's it's not just one person committing one crime at one store. It's this person who committed the same crime at 10 different stores. Here's the evidence to show everything tied together. And when it gets to the court system, they're much more likely to get real time instead of probation. Yeah, I think the aggregation of cases is huge. I know that there's a lot of legislation um, in progress, too, that should try and help that along. But I think that's that's a great point. Um, how does the retailer know or, or you know, what's their thought process for what they can and can't share? And I know retailers would love to share everything, right? Uh, but there's, I'm sure there's always constraints around that. So what have you seen from retailers as far as that goes? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, some, some retailers don't, don't want to share data. They, they would rather have, uh, have law enforcement reach out and, and send in a, you know, formal request. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, can you search your cameras for this date at this time for this type of vehicle? Um, and so the, the sharing can occur that way. Otherwise, uh, through our platform, we can set it up where you can, uh, you can send those, uh, those stolen cars and wanted people, uh, alerts straight to the police department, or you can give them the access to search that, that information. Uh, afterwards. So they, they wouldn't get it in real time, but they can search. You know, I, I wanted to see if there was a red Honda Accord that pulled onto their property. Um, that vehicle committed a, a crime across the street. I wanted to see if they went onto their property immediately afterwards. Um, and so there's a couple of different ways that the information can be shared back and forth. So you're saying that law enforcement can actually access their system and do a search after the fact? If if they want to share that data. Oh, wow. uh, the data yeah, so the, the data belongs to the retailer. And if, if the retailer decides to share that data with law enforcement, um, they, they would share it with the, the law enforcement agency that would respond to that specific uh, store location if they were to call 911. Wow, that's pretty cool. And I know law enforcement is just begging for stuff like that. And uh, it's great that this is <laughs> finally available to them. Is there a way for the retailers or I'm sure there is a way, but are the retailers sharing information at all among themselves? I know you can't name company names, but any of that happening? Were there working cases? Yeah, yeah so there, there is a, a, a option currently where uh, essentially if, if, if I work at one retailer and I have a, a vehicle of interest and I put that onto a custom hot list, Mike works at a different retailer. He puts that same vehicle onto a custom hot list. It'll tell us, uh, hey, you know, retailer A and retailer B both have an interest in this, ve- in this vehicle. It gives you a point of contact uh, at that retailer to reach out to, and then you can figure out what you know what they have in their case. And it doesn't it obviously doesn't expose any details about the case. Maybe it's something more confidential you don't want to release, um, but at least gives you a contact to reach out to and, and follow up on the case. Right, and I, I think that's common a collaboration between retailers, especially on the ORC side. But I think this what Rich just explained makes it even easier for them to do that and do it more efficiently. Um, versus trying to manually pull a bunch of information. Yeah, absolutely. The more you can streamline it, the better. I know nobody wants to sift through hours of video and you know and, and try and connect all the dots halfway. That's that's old school, right? We need to get to <laughs> the, the new times. 
So I'm going to put you guys on the spot. It, can you talk about a case that was like interesting or kind of cool that came to resolution? I would love to hear some real world examples. And again, I know you probably can't mention the names of the, the client, but I'd love to hear about a case. I, I had a couple that I would love to throw out there at you. Um, there was one recently um, with a world-class retailer, um, Big Footprint was Flock Safety. And um, they uh, they actually started tying some of their online fraud um, cases where people's identity had been stolen from the dark web. Oh, those people okay. were those people were sending you know runners into the store to they made purchases with the credentials. They sent runners into the store to pick up the the product, and you know backtracking through their their losses that this uh, retailer was um, were taking on. They started looking at the transaction detail detail, and then they also plugged in Flock Safety, and they found out the license plates and the car descriptions. And they found out that these runners were all going back to a ring of people that were just a typical ORC case. It wasn't like some elaborate, um, you know, online scam from Russia or Iran or something. It was typical um, organized retail crime criminals that also had this as one of their avenues of stealing from from retailers. And I thought that was a big lesson for me um, because I thought they were really. Um, using Flock in a way that um, maybe wasn't the first idea I had thought of when I when I was using Flock back in my old jobs. Um, so I thought that was cool. Um, the other one that I'm seeing that another retailer is using it for that they probably weren't um, real sure about when they when they bought Flock is um, anytime they have a risky incident. Let's say they go to stop somebody and there's a gun pulled or a knife pulled, they're mm -hmm. plugging those people in and they're finding out that they've been doing that throughout the country, pulling weapons. And they're using it as a first line of defense against any type of unsafe event. And it's mm -hmm. helping um, solve crimes that are really outside of, um, they're more important than just the shrink or the loss. These are people that are, you know, victimizing people all across the country. I thought those were good examples. Absolutely. I mean, everybody has to get somewhere and they usually go in a car, right? So that to me as an investor, I'd be the first thing I'd look at is, do I have any flock information uh, to support my case? Um, well, it's, it's weird. The, the one incident, the person was pulling a box cutter every time they they stole. And the current infrastructure of the case management system didn't tie these incidents together around the state, even though in the details, it was they were using a box cutter. Mm -hmm. But because somebody investigated and used Flock, they tied that car to all these different incidents. And voila, you got the same person doing the same violent offense at all these stores. So it's kind of cool. They, they were able to wrap it up really quickly. So that's what you're saying, and I'm going to interpret is Flock kind of picked up on something that their maybe their internal case management system wasn't making the connection. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It, yeah. yeah, it was easier to, to find the connection through Flock because it's one data point of a mm -hmm. call, description and license plate than it was to try to connect the dots through intelligence through the case management system. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I think I think to that point, too, you know, there's there's some some good studies out there that show that, that about 70 percent of all crime. Uh, is committed using a vehicle. And when you get to a, a retailer, that's a much higher number, right? Because they, I mean, the vast majority of people drive there. Uh, it's it's different in law enforcement when somebody burglarizes an apartment in their in their own complex and they just walked over and did it. But, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, but the, you know, the vast majority of this is people that are driving over to, to commit these crimes and driving from one store to the next to, to commit the crimes uh, at, at several different stores. And so, you know, again, with the, with the studies, uh, about about five percent or just under five percent of the cases that are that are being logged actually have license plate data tied to them. 
So we feel a huge gap there where, you know, the majority of your suspects are in a vehicle. Why wouldn't you retain that kind of information? Mm-hmm. And when you start plugging that in, that becomes a searchable data point within your, 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 uh, your records. And so it's, you know, let me search this car. Uh, oh, he's two states over committing the exact same crime. I would have never known about this because of such the a distance between the two crimes. Right. Yeah. Again, amazing stuff. And I, I know that there are a lot of other, not a lot, but there are other folks kind of dipping the toe in the water of LPR right now. Some other solution providers. What sets you guys apart? I know you, you've been in the, the game for a while now. Maybe that's one thing for sure. You've got that institutional knowledge, but anything else that sets your product apart? Yeah, I mean, you know, beyond the fact that uh, that we can we can quickly install, uh, you know, based on solar and cellular, we're not trying to trench power and data lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of that, our our software is really uh, what what truly sets us apart in a lot of ways. Um, you know, some of the older, more uh, more more traditional uh, systems, they they just don't pick up the the vehicles the same way. They're they're not motion activated. Um, I've I've used some in law enforcement that were that were great when they first came out. Uh, but floating when flock came out, it really changed the the name of the game, which is why flock has grown so quickly and, and, uh, why we're now the, the largest in the country. Um, I, I will say on the, on the software side, you know, with, with the camera being motion activated, uh, it takes an image of what goes by, uh, and then it kind of analyzes that image two different ways. It looks for, for a plate. And of course, if you know that your suspect is driving in a, a vehicle with, you know, one, two, three, ABC is the license plate you can quickly search that and uh, we'll give you the, the results for it. But more often than not, you know, you, you start with the, the red Honda Accord. And so, you, you know, you go into our database, you select sedan, Honda, uh, red, and, and sure enough, uh, you'll find a handful of red Honda Accords that were in your parking lot during the time of the crime. And so we're not asking a, a third party database uh, like the DMV or Carfax, what kind of uh, plate that, that, uh, that vehicle should be on. The software is actually figuring it out. Uh, separately. And so when your your suspects start swapping tags back and forth between different vehicles, we don't miss them because it's the, the wrong tag on the right, wrong vehicle. Or if it's a, a suspect that took the plate off, we still get the vehicle. And so in some of those cases, the suspect may stop a mile down the street, take the plate off, commit the crime, and then put it back on because they don't want to be stopped by law enforcement driving on, on normal streets without a, a license plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so again, you get back to that network of cameras where you reach out to law enforcement and say, I saw the suspect turn onto the street. You've also got a flock camera down the street. Can you look this up uh, and see what the license plate was for this vehicle before they turned onto the property? Does the system pick up on things like uh, like a back back taillight is out or busted or a dent? You know, identifiers like that as well. So nothing of that nature, but uh, you know, like a, a back rack or a top rack, uh, and then bumper stickers, window stickers. You can also search for those, um, okay. which you know, obviously a lot of those stick out on surveillance uh, pretty easily. And, and so being able to say, you know, maybe there's eight different Honda Accords that came through, but I want to see the one that had this bumper sticker. That's pretty helpful. Yeah, that's really cool. So I'm sure like, like we talked about law enforcement a little bit. Um, can you guys, if I was a, a retailer who's interested in rolling this out as a new technology, what would be some of the, the like the first steps that I would take to make sure that I'm partnered with law enforcement and, and using the system to the best of its ability? Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, pretty much any time that our cameras go up, uh, we'll, we'll set up a training session. Uh, and so we'll sit down with your staff, uh, you know, how many, if we need to do a, a pre-recorded uh, video, we'll do it that way. If we need to come out 10 times, you know, uh, you know, say you have shifts that work during the night and we need to do a night shift and a day shift, we can do that. 
Um, so whatever, whatever best fits you is what we'll, we'll do, but we'll, we'll do as many training sessions as we need to make everybody comfortable. The, the one great thing about Flock, and again, I, I use some other uh, vendors, you know, when I was in law enforcement, Flock is very easy to use. Uh, it is very simple, intuitive. Um, there's not a lot of like crazy steps you have to take to search for a vehicle. Uh, it just, it, it, it makes sense. Uh, a lot of people will start using it kind of, if we put it up day one and then training is scheduled for day two, a lot of times we come in and they've already started using it and they, you know, they've already kind of, you know, started solving crimes and uh, trying to find the vehicles in, in some of their case files. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's a very simple uh, program for sure. So Mike, I'm just curious, and I don't know if you can speak to this or not, but who is the, the, the folks within the LP team or the store team that are using it? Is it like the store manager that has access? Is it the, an in-store LP detective? That's a really good question. Um, ultimately, um, what it seems like is happening is when it goes to get installed, it's a smaller group of corporate um, leaders as well as maybe some organized retail crime teams around the country. And then mm-hmm. over time, it's um, it's given access to the store level um, AP leaders. Um, and ultimately, you could give access to a store manager, anybody you wanted. Um, many of the case examples I mentioned earlier, they were all reactionary investigative steps that we took. Um, but this tool is really, really good to do it proactively. So to allow you to be alerted as soon as something bad happens coming on the way in, if you already know someone's bad, you get alerted at the store level. So that's a whole nother uh, business case that uh, the retailers are, are, are fitting into their into their model right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just kind of wondering when we talk about scenarios, I always think back to my days. It's like, okay, we got an alert coming in. Then how does the store react to that? Or do they not react? I and mean, it's just gathering evidence. It's a great, I think a lot of people are, are gathering evidence right now. Um, okay. And I think they're, they're, they'll be layering in who to, who to react, who's going to react to it at the store level. Um, I certainly think that's a whole nother layer of return on investment once you start doing that. Um, certainly for the safety incidents, um, mm-hmm. if you've got a known unsafe ex-employee or customer that you've got uh, labeled in the system that they've threatened someone with a gun before or whatever the case may be, you'd want to be alerted that time saves lives. Um, and to not do that, I think would be a mistake. And I think it'll be really beneficial on those in those situations. Yeah, I think there's just so many cool tools coming down the pike. And, and you, like I said, you guys have been in the game for a while now. It's just, it's a super interesting tool. And I wish that I had had this when I was an investigator. Man, my life would have been a lot easier for sure. And I know that, the, like I said, the police that I talk to, they just, they are demanding that retailers get better systems, that their cameras are better, that they get better information. So I really, you know, we talk about the ORC puzzle. You guys are a big part of that puzzle. Um, so it's just a super interesting, interesting product. Um, we're going to kind of wrap it up here, but any last thoughts that you guys have? Any um, Anything else you think our audience would want to hear? I, I think, uh, you know, one of the, one of the things we're, we're, we're most known for what we call the, the Falcon, which picks up license plates, but yeah, as a company, we offer several other things as well. We we have uh, a couple different live view cameras that can be installed. Uh, we have a device that picks up gunshots, and then we've got a, a platform. Uh, you know, uh, essentially, if, if you were to build out like a, a GSOC or uh, a, a war room, depending on what you know, wh- whatever you call it, uh, the 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 kind of um, uh, Jason Bourne scene of all the screens on the wall and all the technology coming in, uh, we can pull in any live view um, video that you currently have. We can ingest that into that platform. And so when you start layering all those things on top of each other, and, and again, you know, you, you've got uh, you've got the live video of the suspects committing the crime and you pair that with a license plate reader 
And then you pair that, you know, if you were to have a, a violent incident that involved gunshot, you've got all the gunshot data that you need. Uh, and all that is in one platform, one pane of glass. Uh, that's, that's quick, quick to see. It's, it's easy. Again, a very, uh, intuitive system. Uh, and so we're, we're just trying to make things, uh, easier for everybody and, and kind of, you know, fill the, some of the voids and, and some of the, uh, the issues that are going on with, with a technology system that, uh, is going to make things more efficient. Yeah, excellent. I actually stopped by the booth for Fox Safety at the big show and looked at the gunshot detection. It's pretty interesting how the system learns, um, has some AI there as well. So a lot of cool things on the, in the hopper for you guys. Um, it sounds like almost an all-in-one solution, which is fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me today. And I, I hope everybody in the audience learned a little, little bit about Fox Safety. Um, if you want to reach out to Fox Safety, how can they get a hold of you guys? Yeah. Go to Google and search Fox Safety. Welcome right <laughs> up. Yep. Google is the go-to. Um, so for sure, you can do that. Go to the website. I'm sure that... Um, we can get a hold of uh, Rich and Mike on the website as well. So thank you again, guys, for joining. And um, if anybody has any questions, reach out to Flock. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.